real nice. Okay, in five, four, three, two, one. Hello. Hello. Happy Wednesday. It's hump day because this is playing on Wednesday. And, you know, this is part three of my uh, Red, White, and Ice Larinov L United hockey event. And I'm pleased to be joined. Usually ladies go first, but we're saving the kind of best for last with Tarish Potter. Tarish, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Travis. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Let me get some shout outs out of the way and we'll get right to it. Um, I've got a bottle of Simper Savage salad dressing here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need salad dressing, go to SimperSavage.com. Marine Corps veteran-owned and veteran-operated. Also, my second plug for the night, Kason Shaving Products. You guys want to know how I got this dome looking so shiny? It's this right here. Buy one, get one free till January 31st. Thank you for your patience, Tarish. Hey, no problem. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like before we started talking, I told you that I'm not really a country music like dude, guy, whatever. I'm a metalhead. So um, I, I got Michelle Baxter, who said that you were performing at the Boondocks this Saturday, which we'll meet in person if everything goes right, if COVID-19 doesn't, or some other weird 2021 thing doesn't happen. And, and I started reading, and I was instantly interested, like you're you're not from Kentucky or Illinois or Arkansas. You're from the West Coast coming to Nashville. So I was just yeah. kind of curious if you'd kind of give us a, a little background because, you know, you've been kind of performing all your life. I have, yes. And um, so, I, yes, I am from the West Coast, but I'm also technically from Alabama as well. I consider myself from Birmingham because I lived there middle school and high school. So um, I, that's where I fell in love with country music in Birmingham. But um, so I grew up performing, as you said, my whole life. From the age of three, I was on stage performing at fairs and malls. And um, by the age of eight, I'd already performed 250 shows nationwide. So I, <laughs> that was my childhood, all of us on stage, just singing and dancing and going back for costume changes. My mom would change our clothes backstage. We were sponsored by Nike. Um, we just had a really good time. Yeah. So grew up were, doing were you, that. Were you happy with the national championship last night? Um, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> so I don't even know. <laughs> Yeah, update me inform me well i'm an lsu fan so let's just move on okay we're, we're moving on we're moving on so you you also so you also did some acting like like i, I watched some of your like like real and, and it was pretty good so you, you you've done all this performing but you also did acting too i mean and i watched some of your uh you know your reels on youtube that was pretty some pretty cool stuff so there's a real breadth of performing arts experience you have Thank you. And uh, I grew up not only singing and dancing, but um, when I turned seven, my brother Tuck came down with cancer. He had leukemia. And so we ended up moving to California and trying to make a really long story short. He is okay today, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but being in California, we got into the acting industry. So um, my parents were like, hey, our kids are used to being on stage. Let's see what they can do on television. <laughs> so when Tuck started getting better, my little brother, um, we all got into acting. So we did modeling, acting, 
um, movies, television shows. I was featured with Courtney Cox in a movie, um, Jerry Seinfeld, Charles Bronson. Um, I did a bunch of national commercials, um, uh, television shows. So yeah, it was really fun. And then I just into adult life. I decided to get back into it a little bit. I did that short film called bug. I wrote it, directed, acted in it and produced it all in 48 hours. I had to find the location, find the DP. It was very difficult. So if you go, if you go on YouTube and see the, the short film bug, that was all done in 48 hours. So give me some credit on that one. So you did this bug movie. Yes. Cool, awesome. <laughs> so what brought you back into country music? So growing up in college, I decided to buy a guitar, my first guitar, and I um, I'd never written a song before, and I decided to um, just play around with the guitar. Had my heart broken in college, and all of a sudden, after playing around with a few chords, I just wrote my first song, and um, I put that up on on iTunes. <laughs> I didn't take it down. I had three old songs on there, and I took them down except for one, Never Be, so that's still up there. You can hear it. Um, but from there, I was like, I really love songwriting. And I was so used to performing on stage and I was in a band for a while in LA and I started writing all of our songs for the band, um, melodies and lyrics. And we had a good time with that. So, so you're doing all this art stuff and you're in a place where a lot of people want to go to make their performing career. Mm-hmm. What was the callus to say, you know what, I- I'm going to go East middle country to Nashville. (laughs) So this is actually my second time living in Nashville, um, which I have not really thoroughly explained that to anybody yet. So I did this whole move right out of college. After I got my degree, I was like, bye, I'm going to Nashville, packed up my car, drove here and um, started working at Lightning 100 radio station. I was like, well, let's see if um, I can kind of like learn more about the industry that way. I want to be on the radio. So why don't I work for a radio station? <laughs> but um, I absolutely loved it. And just um, financial situations, you know, trying to make it and do all this stuff. I ended up going back to the West Coast after only three months. So plan on coming back here after I had this summer job, but didn't happen. I thought someday I'm going back to Nashville because I loved it so much. And um, so now here I am, second go, <laughs> second go, but. And, and uh, you've been here for a while now and, and, and it looks like that you perform pretty regularly. And, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, because it's my understanding for country music, not so much metal, but a lot of it is written by other people and the artist performs it. But you seem to be one of those who really, I mean, not that you won't perform somebody else's song but you have your bread and butter is writing your own material and performing it in your way. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how does your creative process work to pick a subject that's this personal and dear to you and, and bring that out in music? You know, um, I get influenced by so many different things. Um, when I'm in a lot of pain, I like to write a song. It helps me get through it. Um, when I see a unique experience that really touches my heart, I write about that. And um, my favorite part of music is just letting those imageries and um, different aspects of 
the songwriting process just touched me. Some songs, I feel like I didn't even write them. I feel like they just came to me. And, um, and so maybe God sent them to me or whatever, but it just comes through. And sometimes you get stuck on writing a song and it's great to have co-writers. I started co-writing out in Nashville for the first time because I always wrote everything by myself. So co-writing to me when I moved out here a year and a half ago was a very unique experience and um, a new experience for me. And now I absolutely love it. They've all these wonderful artists that I've written with out here in Nashville have really taken my writing skills to another level because you learn a lot when you co-write a song, but um, yeah. <laughs> so I've asked the other artist a question and, and fair is fair. And I'm going to ask you this question. We, we okay. know that, you know, um, Neil Young and Bob Dylan sold their sound catalogs for a lot of money, Tarish. Okay. Is it Tarish or Tarish? <laughs> Tarish, yes. Tarish. Okay, just want to show you that one. <laughs> a lot of money. And so I asked them this. If I gave you a check right now, right now for, if I wrote this check for $150 million and said, I'm going to give you this check, but you can have it, you can do whatever you want to with it. And we're going to fast forward to that time right now, but you can never perform again for the rest of your life. But you're going to have the money you're going to have the security and safety. Would you take it? No. Good question. That sounds like a lot of money. I could actually use that right now to actually get some songs recorded. But um, I I wouldn't even have to think about it. There's no way. I'm not really? who I am my guitar. No. I, the thing that makes me the most happiest is when I sing a song to somebody. And um, like this experience I just had the other day, I sang a song to this lady and she was crying she made me cry and she's like, you don't know how much I did that. And that's why I do this because I like to hopefully bless people's lives with my music. So, well, okay. You all three have answered the same way, different ways, but same kind of answer. So I, I follow that up with, and you kind of already answered, but kind of dig into me when, when you're on stage or whether it's in front of a small group of people in a small area, it's intimate or a, a larger venue. What goes through your mind when you pick up your guitar and your, your voice is warmed up and you connect with that one person, the audience, what's going through your mind at that time? When I'm singing to them and connecting with them? Yes. Um, it's the most beautiful moment. It's just going through my mind. I'm just, um, I guess, feeling their energy and it makes you feel, it's just the best feeling. I don't know how to explain it. Oh, know, when right? somebody's engaged in what you're saying and you wrote that song, um, that's just, it's the best feeling in the world. I noticed that some of your songs, because again, I, I'm, I, I'm loath to admit this, but I'm not really a country fan. Don't, don't, don't hate me for it. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's not my first, but I, appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I do. But I noticed a lot of the themes of your song are about, you know, love and pain and life and you know how much of you and your personal experience is in those songs because i was watching the uh i'm gonna get this wrong let me see if I pull this up the the last gig you did let me see if i get this right bell oh the bell court taps i yes. think if i got and, and i'm watching the video and I, i'm like wow i mean that's not just somebody up there mailing in right there they're there for two hours to do a set get their money and go home 
something in that in the song that you were singing was a real personal connection. So I'm just kind of curious how much of you and your your personal life and experience is in what you write. Um, well, if it's if it's a song that I wrote solely by myself, um, the majority of the time, 95 percent of the time, it's an experience that I had. So um, that song that you listened to, that was an experience that I had um, in a past relationship. But um, yeah, so a lot of it, and I think the songs that really touch your heart are, are really, you're just totally emotional and raw and real and three chords in the truth, you know, just um, really saying how you feel when you write with a co-writer, you know, you're taking their experiences and your experiences and putting them together or you're being an actress that I am, you know, you're making up a completely unique experience that you've never experienced, but you know, somebody else has. So, but um, if it's a song that I wrote, most likely it's about an experience of mine. And, um, and there's so many songs that I'm going to be writing in the future about my brother who had cancer, which I'm excited to start singing those songs because those are really um, hard to write. And that story will be told in another time, but um, it's a huge part of my childhood too. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can't imagine. And, you know, I'll definitely check it out because the bond with uh, siblings, even though sometimes they're annoying as all get out <laughs> yes. older or younger, that's just the way it is, especially the younger <laughs> ones, you, you know, there, there is that bond there. So we've established that, you know, this is not just some, you know, trying to get your name in lights. This is a part of, this is who you are and you're serving your purpose right now. But you know, we're going to meet Saturday at the Boondocks uh, in Columbia, Tennessee to support the launch of L United. And it's a hockey organization for kids and veterans. And as a veteran myself, you know, you, you've told me what it's like to be able to connect with somebody in the audience. But, you know, how do you feel going into this realizing that your performance is a part of an organization that's there to help people who serve our country? You know, I was so honored to ask to perform at the show. Um, I, my whole, my family, a lot of my family members have served okay. in the Air Forces. So both of my grandpas, they served um, in the Air Corps. And then my father served in the Army. Both of my brothers, I've got three brothers. Two of them served in the Air Force. One of them still in. He'll be, in April, will be 20 years. And um, he's a major out in Germany. Oh, wow. And then I have another brother, Talon, my youngest brother, he served for six years in the Air Force. So um, it just means a lot to me to be able to perform at a show and um, do what I can. I mean, I didn't serve in the armed forces, but I really respect and admire and appreciate those that have. So, and their families too. It's not just the person that went out and served, but also the family that's left behind that is being without that, that family member. That's really hard to do. So. so after the boondocks, after the L United premiere, COVID-19 and pandemic notwithstanding, what's next for Tarsh? So um, right now I'm working on recording. So I'm hopefully going to be releasing some songs um, in the next month, I would say. I would love to release an EP. I'm working on a track right now that is now a demo, but I'm thinking of releasing it very soon because every time I sing it, I get a lot of great feedback. So um, it's a beautiful song. So I'm you, excited. You perform to it Saturday? I will be performing it Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, we talked about this. I don't, I, I don't know anything about country music, so I'll, I'll be a good soundboard. 
Okay. I mean, you're going to like hear the song. Hopefully you love it. I would love to hear feedback from you. So, but yeah, it's called Memory on Spin. And it's about that song that you hear that can really cause you some pain because it's about an emotional experience you had maybe with a loved one, um, but you just can't turn it off. So that's what it's about. But it's a, it's a great song. I'll be singing that there on Saturday. And so just getting back to your question, recording, um, I would love to, you know, um, go on tour at some point next year, if that's possible, but um, just heading straight for the moon. So I'm excited. <laughs> What's it like? Because I noticed at the last gig you had, you, you were with three, two other women on stage and it seems like you have a pretty solid, you know, group of, of female artists in Nashville that support you. What's that kind of support like for an artist like yourself? Um, you know, there's so many amazing, incredible women in Nashville and we love supporting each other. And like those women that I had on stage, it was fun to have a powerhouse um, round with, you know, Kendall Inskeep from The Voice and Stevie Ray Stevens and Auburn. And it was just, um, it's rare that you see like all women on stage. So it was really fun to have that. But, you know, with the industry, um, as you're mentioning artists that have kind of like paved the way the female artists that are trying to get equality for, um, for the women as um, equal to as I'm, what am I trying to say? <laughs> but having that equality um, on the radio, um, on stage, it's, it's not there yet, but we're really um, pushing for it. So. Awesome. Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Tarish Potter, you know, actress, child performer, uh, you know, songwriter and, and country music artist extraordinaire. She's going to be at the Boondocks this Saturday. Uh, I can't wait for you to meet Danielle Rocco. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to love Danielle and it's going to be a great thing. I can't wait to, uh, you know, see you two hit it off. Um, we're there to support L United. And I, I, I've really been, you, you know, I, I interviewed Clayton uh, Q and Chris Turner and now you. And like I said, I, you know, tongue in cheek, I don't know anything about country music, but I, I, I've learned that much like other artists, you all are very committed to your craft. And this is not just a, a, a thing. It's not a promo reel. Like, like, you know, your music is part of you. I think that's really coming through. So one funny question I have before I let you go. Yes. Now, I noticed that you said that your brother's names were like, Talon and Tucker, so on and so forth. I'm going to tell you something about me. Yes. So my first name is Travis. I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest of nine. And we all have TC for our initials. I'm what? curious, did your parents do the same thing with you all? They did. Oh, well. my God. <laughs> we have so much in common, Travis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you love country music. You got teenagers in your family. <laughs> But yeah, we're all T's. There's Triskin, Terish, Trek, Tuck, Tylee, and Talon. Six okay, of so us. Travis, Taz, hey. Tobias, Teresa, Talitha, Thea, um, Tyler, Tara. And that's, yeah, that's nine. Oh my gosh. Such a big family and all T's. I can't wait to tell my parents about this. <laughs> a funny story. I'll tell you in person why we got the T names. But yes, it's TC, and it, it, it's a, it, I, I couldn't believe they pull it off. And just for grins, my three sons are all TC as well. Oh, that's great. And what are their names? Uh, Tucker, 
Tanner oh. and Trevor. All right. I love it. Awesome. So when we're together with the four horsemen and, you know, we do it right. Awesome. Awesome. Great. So Tarsh, it's been a pleasure talking with you and, and really getting to know this side of country music and performing. Um, love Nashville. Can't wait to meet you in a couple of days. And um, again, folks, oh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do people find out more about you and, you know, your music? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, I put a lot on Instagram. So if you go to Tarish Potter, T-A-R-R-I-S-H, Potter on Instagram, and then Tarish Potter Music on Facebook. And um, my website will be launching hopefully February 1st. Um, I'm just revamping that. So um, we'll be able to see that. And that's going to be TarishPotter.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll have all the links in the show post. You're going to see uh, them, you know, scroll down here. There's no reason. You just hit like 2,000 plus followers on the gram. Yay! That's amazing. Oh, I was really excited about that because I've met be. a lot of people over, over the year and a half that I've been here in Nashville. And um, it's nice to have those personal touches and they're following me and supporting me. So I love it. Well, uh, I'm a follower and you're going to want to follow this, this uh, wonderful artist here. We're going to meet Saturday night with Danielle Rocco and for L United and veterans. Tarish, thank you for coming on Oscar Mike radio. Thank you so much. And that's it folks. We'll see you later. We are mission in flight.